Welcome back to Trending in Education. Dan Strafford, Brandon Jones, and Michael Palmer with you. And today we're talking about South by Southwest, more specifically South by Southwest EDU. Brandon was out there. Uh, the whole festival uh, completed this past Sunday, but EDU a couple of weeks back. And uh, Brandon, uh, you're out there. You're experiencing what are trends in education, right? Uh, initial reactions that can uh, obviously foster a much larger discussion here on today's podcast. But what was it like being immersed in, in the, that three, two or three days out there? Yeah, it was, it was, it was great. It was a good conference. Um, and, uh, you know, I've had the chance to talk to you guys a little bit and hopefully in today's uh, show, you'll, uh, some more things of interest will come up for all three of us, not just, not just for me, but, um, a little bit of framing. So it was four days of conference. So it started on Monday, uh, I guess a couple of Mondays passed now, uh, and ran through Thursday. Thursday was sort of a, a stub day, ran, went to just about two thirty, Um, and, uh, three different it's, it's a huge event um you know thousands and uh, upon thousands of attendees uh three main facilities austin conference uh austin convention center plus two other uh hotels and so just a uh just a, a a ton of sessions happening a lot of sessions happening concurrently so that's one of the fun games and mm -hmm. conferences you know which of these things i can only be in one place at one time right but i did travel in a pack mm -hmm. uh, we brought we had a good good showing a good crew from uh, from kaplan nice so we uh, we covered a, a whole lot of uh, of ground and so um obviously i sort of have a the most intimate uh experience with the the sessions that i was in but I got a pretty good sense of uh, of a lot of sessions that were running throughout the, the four days. The zeitgeist. You got a sense of the zeitgeist. I was tapped. I was plugged right into the yeah. zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I knew a, what was trending. That's important in Austin at uh, South by Southwest. Uh, a couple other things, just real quick before we get into it. Um, uh, South by Southwest EDU. The uh, shorthand for it when you write it is S X S W E D U. Yes. Which I heard people try to say. Uh. S X S W E D U. Yeah. Which is much harder, hard. even though shorter. It's a challenging initialism. But the S X S, that yeah. like you gotta you you gotta also make sure you're saying it right. Uh because there's some there's some traps. It's almost in there. like uh, sex is sweeter. Yes. See, but even in hearing that, that sounds that sounds it sounds kind of sexy. So yeah, it sounds yeah. not like what you're going for. Right. So that that's a, that was a thing. Um, the 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 locals, the the veterans, called just South by. I heard that South by Edu. Right, right. Because the guy, yeah. the Cy, shout out to Cy, who yep. was out there from uh, from my side. He's his band camp now is South by. It's pretty good. He likes to say, "Well, when I was at South by, yeah." And it's just if you say South by, like dot dot dot, yeah. The rest of us are like, "Ooh, yeah." You know? No, it shows that you're yeah. in. It shows that you're. It's it's othering a little bit to people who don't know, but right. it shows that you're in the know. Sure. Yeah, yeah. For those of you who did not attend. You can listen carefully to what Brandon says on the show, and then start to act like you stay, act like you were there. Yeah, and say when I was at South by, and then uh, you know paraphrase Brandon. You know, like they say to to athletes, you know, like act like you've been there before. Yes, just like act like you've been there at all. Like you don't have to have been. Just <laughs> just act like you have. Nice. Some background for those who don't know about South by Southwest. It started in 1987 out there in Austin, Texas, and was focused initially on uh, media, music, and film. And so it has expanded uh, over the past few years to include this sort of uh, kickoff conference, which focuses on education. And then a lot of that spills over uh, into the you know, typical or wh whatever word you want to use, South by Southwest conference that focuses more on film, interactive media now, uh, digital media and the like uh, as it grows and grows. But uh, Brandon, uh, safe to assume there's a lot of cross sections there, right? Between the two worlds of education in the first 
four days and then the digital and, and interactive and media stuff in the, in the second uh, four day set, I'm sure you saw a lot of cross section and, and cross pollination of uh, information between the two. Yeah, uh, the, the 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 rock stars start to show up when uh, the nerds leave. Um, but Way of life to, to rub to rub some elbows. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's uh, d- digital is throughout, you know, and and, uh, and media um, and uh, you know entertainment. Like there there is a bridge. I mean, we, we talked about it on this this pod. You know, edutainment. That ed, the word edutainment. Yeah, baby. I was tw- I was uh, texting yes. uh, my 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 co-host, Mike yeah. Palmer. I was yeah. like. There are people who are saying that they are edutainers here. God bless, uh, yeah. God bless them. There are people. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, like that—that that was a word that actually was used in, by, in, by multiple presenters in multiple sessions. Yep. Uh, so yeah, there, there is, there's a, there's a bri- there's a lot of bridges yeah. um, in uh, at, at this conference, uh, which I think is part of what, uh, as a participant, made it so exciting. Is you're getting, you know, um, uh, a lot of cross pollination. Um, you know, a, a lot of different interdisciplinary interaction. I, I think that uh, it, the intersections of a lot of, of those places where they touch, that's where a lot of the cool stuff really happens. And uh, maybe next year, one of these one of these coming years, we're going to do a podcast from... I'm ready to bring my mic. Conference, Palmer, right? oh, with me. Like what yeah, you did there. I yeah. see that. Yes. It's going to be good. I could just like all the things that I'm saying now. Yeah. I could have said then even more from Austin. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Not to mention the food trucks are delicious. Yes, the food trucks. That was an interesting thing. They're, the food trucks really roll out in force for I the post EDU crowd. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Got I was it. like, during EDU, I was like, oh, look, there's a food truck. And <laughs> as I was getting on my way to the airport, yeah, uh, I was like, the this caravan went by. Exactly. Boy. Exactly. Boy. So, but it was good. Um, uh, if, if I may, Dan, uh, you know, we've just over the last couple of weeks talked about our March Madness bracket, which, sure. um, again, get your votes in, uh, see who, uh, who you think should be moving on and the tourney. Interestingly, that was trending at South by it right? was, yeah. it sure was yeah. the yeah, trending yeah, yeah, in education, yeah. uh, a March Madness recur- bracket. It was a recursive trend, uh, which made it even more, uh, apropos, but I think so in thinking about this, um, as I was there, I think. 13 of our 16 wow. were uh were referenced um and most of which were referenced many times like wow. that was yeah that was definitely uh that was definitely on trend i didn't get any uh digital humanities hipster yes i didn't get any expeditionary learning oh. although that could have been one thank goodness and uh, <laughs> and we didn't hear about the gartner hype, hype the gartner hype cycle right. although i think you were soaking in it we were soaking in it yes yeah, yeah. so that was uh, the meta that one was was absolutely right. was, was that was present. your like next level game yeah you sure were talking hype index i was you were like let's think about what you're talking about right because actually and who's going to be talking about it where is it going to be yeah. on the curve there's a construct are you troughing i'm dropping you troughing a, bro dropping a construct yeah. on you so, um, but it was, it, it felt, it actually, it felt good. Like this is a little humble brag here, but I, I feel like we, um, uh, listeners, if you've been listening all this while, like you've been hearing the thing. So you, you, you basically did go to South by yeah. listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, this, this, this really is uh, all, all joking aside yeah. here. Um, this, this, the stuff that we've been, you know, sort of working through and, and, um, you know, bringing to the pod grappling with, uh, that, that those are the things that, uh, is being, are being talked about in, in, uh, in, in education ed tech. We're tapped into the zeitgeist. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to hashtag zeitgeist. Yeah. Right, uh, I got a lot of zeitgeist. Run that one back. Yeah. You got, yeah. You like the zeitgeist. I think that's all I got. Yeah. Zeitgeist. 
one of the things I saw a more to, more of a South by Southwest uh, tweet, not necessarily about EDU, but I'm sure it stemmed over was, uh, and it's a technology not specific to education, but just a reaction from you, Brennan and Love, is uh, about Uber and Lyft not being yeah. in Austin. And I believe Austinians, or I don't know what... Uh, Austinites. Austinites. Uh, yeah. They uh, have voted to not have it like they've basically said you are not allowed in our town from what i've read correct me if i'm wrong if you know differently um but uh, was it a trouble was it a, a you know a step back for having to hail a cab or rent a car uh in your estimation as i saw so many complaints 2003 uh so what they have uh uber being uber and lyft free is the headline but they have something called ride austin mm. and ride austin is a not-for-profit um, where it, it used the same, I don't, I actually don't know how, hopefully I'm not blowing up your spot, right? Austin, but it uses like the same interface, like mm -hmm. actually the same yeah. UI mm -hmm. as Uber. Mm -hmm. It's like, has a different, you know, logo it's on like your white labeled Uber. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you click in and it's, it's friggin' Uber. Man. Right, right. And, um, so you're, so you're in it. And it, 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 you know, you, you put in where you're going and they take you there and it charges you credit. It's the same thing. Same deal. You can round, you can choose to round up your fare and the, the, the rounding will go to a local charity in Austin. That's nice. So I think, um, I, I think people who didn't get, uh, I guess under the hood is maybe too on the nose for a car metaphor. Um, Sometimes you want to be too on the nose. Yeah. But uh, for people who, who uh, just heard the headline of there is no, you know, no Lyft and, and no Uber and, and didn't find out what the alternatives were. They, they, that, that is probably a bummer. But I, I, you know, I took Ride Austin a couple of times and found it to be as reliable. And it ba basically, it was the same experience as a, as a user. Yeah. I mean, Uber is also so su such a lightning rod right now that any story related to Uber is going to get picked up. Can you imagine just, oh just recently you had like walk out onto the street, not knowing if a car was going to come pick you up and be like, where yeah. yeah put put your use your use like your this is uh, this is going digital like wow. thumbs putting Ooh, your thumb yeah. in the air trying to yeah, say i see what you did where, where will someone please come get me so please. like what a yeah. barbarians oh what barbarians God. we were crazy how would people survive i don't know but like that people are we're still surviving but no yeah. longer because there's this other this other solution what a relief yeah Thank goodness. Uh, some of the articles I saw, Brandon, uh, uh, being uh, there and immersed, I wonder if you uh, got the same inclination. You made the mention that there wasn't anything about digital hipsters uh, talking about, you know, uh, a hipster learns in Brooklyn, an episode we had a while back. Um, I did notice uh, in one article from educationdive.com uh, that they mentioned that uh, one of the major discussion points was liberal arts and liberal arts potentially needing a rebranding of sorts. Um, and that that was one of the big discussion points they saw on the Wednesday of EDU across a couple of different panels. Uh, did you see that as a major topic? And we've talked about it here on the show. Do you think that is, you know, part of the discussion for education move forward, almost the marketing of it, the, the rebranding and the renaming of certain things to make them more viable in the future of education? Yeah, I do. And um uh, our faithful, faithful listeners will know my uh, long uh, pro problemed pronunciation of liberal arts. I nailed it. Nailed it. Um, we were about to high five. Almost high but, five, but the audio might have been weird. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I think so. So I'll, I'll, I'll answer that sort of obliquely, Dan. But um, there was a lot of talk about um, design. Uh, human-centered design uh, and having interdisciplinary 
uh, tracks where design sort of sits at the nexus of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, my favorite speaker for the entire session, which I actually want to share some quotes of his um, later in a, I heard these things at South by bit um, was this, uh, this guy, John Maida is like human genius actually, yeah, which I'll, I'll, I'll talk, talk more about him. He was profound. Um, but you know, to all of that is, is filed under language matters and uh, whether there's a rebranding needed for liberal arts or whether, you know, uh, there's just, it, it needs to find its way through, you know, uh, through the art that already exists into things like steam. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I think, yes, uh, that was, that there was more of that in this conference than I was expecting. And I was, I was, I was happy to see it. And steam is science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. And men, right? <laughs> I like that joke every time. It's yeah, so yeah, good. Never let it go. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, math. Uh, it is. That's correct. Uh, that's right. It just puts the A in STEM. Which is important. I mean, because creativity in the arts, uh, particularly as things get uh, automated, you know, uh, we haven't talked about robots yet. I'm sure you're, you're going um, to oh come back God. to that, right? So I, I was hoping that someone would ask me about bots. I've been, I've been waiting all show, actually, to talk about robots. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, they're they're here, uh, uh, gentlemen. Um, that's uh, that's the headline. So we went to a good session with uh, one of the guys from Georgia State University, which we've talked about on the show before. Uh, they're using chatbots to address um, a, term I, I hadn't, a term I hadn't heard before: uh, uh, melt, um, which is a percentage of students who accept admission to matriculate and then never in the spring and then never show up in the fall. So that's the summer melt. Mm. Uh, at Georgia State, it's, uh, it's, it was as high as 18%, which is, is both big business to Georgia State and, and um, you know, really impacting the, the futures for those, um, you know, would have been matriculants. So uh, they're using chatbots and it's, it's cool. They're, um, their mascot at Georgia State is a, uh, it's a panther or a leopard or some kind of big cat. Yeah. And so it is not an anthropomorphized bot. It is a zoomorphized bot oh, nice. named Pounce. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and Pounce is there to, um, uh, to, to answer all your questions, whether it be about filing your FAFSA huh. or about uh, is there parking at Georgia State. Does Pounce look like a cat? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Looks like a cat. Yeah, yeah. purple cat. Nice. Yeah. And um, so it's, it's a learning. And so, so machine learning was also a big theme. Yeah. And obviously that's behind a lot of the bot technology. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, uh, the, uh, the machines would learn with more input from uh, their human uh, pals, uh, overlords, perhaps future underlings. Right. Uh, and at the end, the human, uh, the pounce was answering 98% of all uh, requests that came in yeah all all chats that came in yeah yeah and it was um it was a uh randomly controlled trial uh and with uh four thousand three thousand participants in both sides mm -hmm. really it's cool cool data it's a demonstrable like big ends yeah yeah um uh for the big cat uh demonstrably better results from the uh the one that, that had more engagement and it's all all text message engagement also interesting yeah. are there any cases where there's like a, a jump ball between pounce and a human and pounce just pounces on it gets there first no so pounce will serve up 
yeah. to the human whenever Pounce doesn't know. So ah. Pounce either has the ball yeah. or tells you he needs some help with the ball. So Pounce knows when to dish yeah. and when to finish yes. his own. Yeah. But or, Pounce, her, or her own. Or her own. Yeah. Uh, Pounce is, uh, is um, so much Pounce here, by the way. Georgia State, who knew? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but Pounce is, uh, uh, it's like AI, like more AI, yeah. which is part of what's driving Pounce yeah. is the answer. Right. Um, and, uh, and more of a ball hog even than Allen Iverson, which I, I was, I was trying to just draw sure. in there as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it takes 98% of the shots. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and you have to train it for a long time. It takes a lot of practice. Yeah. A lot, of practice. a lot of practice. Are you talking about practice, Mike? Yeah, I am. Um, yeah. So yeah, so so robots robots were good. Um, I yeah. mentioned uh, John made it earlier. Um, on the the other side, I, I wanted to offer uh, a point of his. So um, uh, he was asked. So his session, I was I just got to do just a, a little shout to his session. So good. his session was on um, uh, design trends in technology. Okay. Uh, the design trends in technology report twenty seventeen. So we go there, and and uh, I was with one of my colleagues, and we were two of call it 250 people in the room uh and he comes out and he says so i'm only like 50 percent done with my report so i don't think we're going to talk about that much today and he proceeds to sit down and put his uh, cell phone number up on the screen and say so but i'm happy to talk about whatever so just text me if you have questions and i'll just sit here until they come in and we were like, is this, is this a, is this a prank at first? But his, uh, the, the humanity of, of huh. the guy, John M-A-E-D-A. Interesting. Um, uh, MIT grad, uh, was on the MIT faculty, was the president of, um, RISD, the Rhode Island School of Design. Okay. Uh, works in the, uh, the, um, uh, private sector now, uh, as a head of design. Uh, just really, really incredible. But mm -hmm. he, he was asked, one of the questions that was text to him, texted to him was, um, do you see a, a future of classrooms without teachers? Mm -hmm. Which I thought was apropos for, we've, we've sort of had this conversation. Yeah. Uh, he, he was pretty emphatic in, in saying no. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, you know, th there are things that, he told this really touching story about a teacher who had changed his life by going to his father's his parents tofu store, uh, tofu shop and saying, you can't have John work the tofu shop in the summer because he needs to get a college credit class so he can go on to MIT and this, you know, really having changed his life and um, computers can't do that for you. Right. That, that's was, that was his point, which was really touching. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, there, th there are going to be places where uh, robots are replacing our work. Mm -hmm. Uh, and there'll be places where they won't. Yeah, and um, I, I think uh, upcoming show, we're going to talk about the future of work uh, with Broer Saxberg, uh, Dr. Broer Saxberg, our uh, chief learning officer at Kaplan. Uh, similar themes, though, at least in terms of the the tease for that. It's a, it's a similar concept where, you know, the, the AI and the agents that are going to be added to our learning experiences are going to make a lot of the stuff that we do today better and easier to do but it's not really going to remove the need for humans to connect with other humans. Yeah. Uh, so it sounds like that's kind of consistent with uh, what uh, Mr. Meta. Yeah. Dr. Meta. Uh, I think he's just John Meta. Nice. So John Meta, uh, he, one of the, the questions that he was asked is, so these are things I heard at South by mm. this is your new bit brought to you by me. Nice. Um, <laughs> 
so here's here's a quote. Uh, so he was asked, "What is the meaning of life?" Yeah, it's a pretty good. Yeah, it's a pretty good it's question. A fair question. It was that kind of session, though. Yeah, uh, it was. It, it was, was real like deep. It was deep. It was spiritual. Yeah, um, yeah. It was good. Uh, he said, "The meaning of life is to be able to engage with, with each other in real time." Interesting. Yeah, the real time aspect is interesting. Yeah, he said, "This is real life. This is the meaning of life. It's happening right now." But would that mean that like snaps that I send you don't count yeah. unless they're in real time? Uh, I think he would say that it is um, that's fun, but mm. it's that's not that's not the deeper that's wow. not the meaning of life. Nice. Yeah. Uh, other things I'm going to come back to John Maida. Other things uh, I heard um, uh, another teaser for the episode with with Dr. Brewer Saxberg. Forty five percent of U.S. jobs will be replaced by robots in 20 years. So if you are, you know, look to your left, look to your right. Yeah. Um, all three of you are going to be replaced by robots. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those, one of those yeah. kinds of things. Although, so. although I'm, I'm hoping that this will allow us to retire early and mm. have a lot of uh, robots tend to our every whim at the assisted living. Yeah. Po- the post work world. Yeah. Uh, could be interesting. Uh, here's another. This is still in the things I heard at South. Yeah. Yeah. Digital education is no less important to our future than renewable energy. Mm. Mm. That's that's big. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talking about the amount of so there are there is eight billion dollars spent on ed tech, mm-hmm. and there is eight billion dollars spent on gaming, mm-hmm. and uh, ed tech is uh, or education the overall spend on on education is. Uh, 57 times bigger. Yep. So, you know, yep. people talk about the ed tech bubble and I think the person slinging this fact is, is an ed tech. Sure. Uh, sure. E, and so maybe has a vested interest in, sure. in not bursting, but yeah. um, you know, the, there's a case to be made uh, that, uh, that you can, that there's, there's more, there's much more to, to, to invest in there. Um, okay. More, more John made, I'm bringing it home with a couple of John made here. He, th- he talked a lot about having a Yoda. Sure. So the Yoda uh, in his life, so he, he was defining as a Yoda as someone who is much more senior than you and who sees that you have the keys and they have the doors. Mm, I like that. It's pretty nice. It is. He was then asked, how did he find his Yoda? And he said, uh, well, I, I re- looked, I read in books and, and saw who was still alive and I went and, and saw them. Interesting. That was his answer. Um, he was he was asked about uh, who his Yoda are, and he said most of his Yoda are dead. Ah, uh, well. Yeah. Yeah. But that's part of part of like when you you choose someone who is much more senior than you, like yeah. unless, that's an unless, occupational hazard. Unless of, like Skywalker, you choose somebody of another species, <laughs> right? Like, Live yeah, when years. when nine hundred yeah. years you old you sure. are. Did he uh, mention at all, Brendan, the transition from seeking a Yoda to becoming? A Yoda for someone else. Uh, yeah, it's a good question. He was not asked that, and so he didn't answer it. He someone did ask if he would be their Yoda. That was one of the texts that he was sent. Why is he was? Yeah, he he said ah. Um, two two other things. He um, he uh, three other things. This is gonna. It's, you can you can choose, Dan, what to keep here, what to what to bag. It's all, it's all gold. Yeah. Gold he said jury. there's a difference between a startup and an art project. It's just the scale is different. Mm. 
I liked that. I like the art angle. So yeah. It's like he's an art and design he, guy. So really. he, he is an art and design guy. He has, but he, while he was on the faculty at MIT, he went uh, to Sloan. He got his MBA. Mm -hmm. He was then the head, you know, the president of RISD. So, sure. you know, yeah, he yeah, was, yeah. he's an academic um, and administrator. Uh, but yeah, he has, he has art that is featured in the permanent collection of the San Francisco MoMA. So he's so like he's, a legit artist. So it's kind of like the uh, art side of liberal arts. Yeah, although I his um his all of his art all of his artwork that I saw anyway I just I went sort of deep on yeah, John made after sure. this it was it was uh in in forty years the most inspiring speaker I've ever seen I think he we he superlatively might, he'd be so. a nice get for the show you have yeah. his number yeah I do I do you have know? his number I was texting him yeah yeah um he he answered one of my questions he he didn't answer my the question that I I got in sort of towards the end when he was already having yeah. Uh, hundreds uh, come in. Uh, I, I was trying to ask him if he had a favorite R, uh, VR, AR, uh, MR, or just regular R. Mm -hmm. um, TR? Didn't, you didn't ask him about TR? Tactile reassurance? No, no just, just stop. R&R? Yeah, R&R. R&R is pretty good. R&R is pretty good. He might have gotten there. Um, he said, um, he was asked about what, what are his regrets, mm. and he said, um, I don't have many regrets because at the edge of where I thought I was going to have regrets, I chose not to have regrets. Whoa. Was yeah. he levitating while he was doing it? He basically was. It sounds like we sit in Lotus style floating above the stage. Yeah. I mean, like that's not actually far off from yeah. the experience. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was, he was sitting there uh, in the center of the stage in a chair uh -huh. with um, some a PowerPoint presentation. I don't think he actually, I didn't see him have water. Wow. He had these uh, little round spectacles that he would remove and yeah. then put back on nice. uh, sort of contemplatively. Mm. And he had um, not a, not Snapchat spectacles. Right? No, so you're talking about regular reg, reg specs. Okay. And uh, he uh, he had a, a PowerPoint uh, up, which would um, uh, alternate between you know like a wide you know sort of different shots of him for uh, on video, and then um, just his his cell cell phone number. Like that was his. <laughs> he had one slide in his PowerPoint. Um, but that was incredible. Uh, it last the last item, uh, he said he was telling about a conversation he once had where someone told him that when you eat together, mm. you become the same person. Yeah. Uh, you know, because you're like you're consuming the same thing that then becomes yeah. part of your, you know, breaks down into ATP, et cetera. Like it gets written into you. You are what you eat. And yeah. The same thing. You are the same person. Although I heard he recommended sharing plates. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's right. Anyway, it was. It was, uh, I, I, I heavied up on the herd around South by, by him, but, yeah. um, yeah, just to, to, to wrap it, uh, from, from my point of view, it, it was, it was a really good four days. We had mm. a good contingent. Sai was great. Yeah. Good contingent there. Um, and, uh, Austin's a fun city. It is. Uh, and, uh, I think big, big things are happening and happening faster than, uh, even I who've tried to stay attuned have perceived them to be happening. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if, um, uh, if there's a single takeaway, it's probably that is the, the future is already here, uh, just in sort of different pockets, mm -hmm. uh, for, for different and in different products. Mm -hmm. and, and that's going to just become more and more the present over time. Yeah. And it's all the more reason to continue to look outward and figure out whether those opportunities Absolutely. To snap into what's happening. That's awesome. I'm, that's great. You went next year, trending in education live from South by Southwest I EDU. So. I, I reserve the booth. <laughs> you just put a stake down with our flags flying from it. Get in early. 
Brandon, awesome stuff. And uh, as we go uh, and I find more uh, articles or, or follow-ups on South by Southwest EDU, I'll be sure to uh, share them on Twitter and on Facebook and uh, over on the blog as well, trendyined.com. Uh, and uh, we'll have Burr Saxberg, Dr. Burr Saxberg, coming up uh, in the next couple of episodes. Uh, Burr has a, a, a large uh, understanding of uh, education and education technology and uh you know, learning engineering, which uh, I'm really interested to be a listener on the next couple of podcasts to, to really dig into what Brewer has to say. So that's coming up. And you also can continue to vote on our March Madness bracket. Uh, that is over on our Twitter page. You can vote and see who moves on to the next round. And ultimately, you will help crown the champion of the Trending in Education March Madness bracket. 16 teams enter. One team leaves, one topic leaves, and that is our champion for 2017. With all that said, thanks so much for listening to Trending in Education. We'll check you back here next time.